paperless movement, your productivity, your way. So yeah. Daniel has a Tana question. Let's tackle this one. Tana, can you show how I could use it instead of to do is to keep track of daily tasks? My situation is not overly complicated. That a crazy idea. Yes, yes, it's crazy. <laughs> totally crazy. You should quit. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the membership. <laughs> right out of the no. And there's never a crazy idea, obviously. Never. There's always never. pros and cons to all the approaches. What works best for you? Let's look from a different perspective. I'm sure Paco has his own take on this. But when I see people saying, I can use Notion for everything in my life, then I believe it. But I don't believe it for everybody. And that's the thing. And when I look closer to these people claiming this, and you look what they have to do every day, then it might be one or two tasks that they have to tackle or something recurring that they do every day. And it's really an easy overview on what they have to do in their life. Doesn't mean that they are not fulfilled in their life, but it is simple enough, the tasks they have to tackle, that it is enough to use this tool. And I would go from this perspective because as Paco mentioned in another uh, podcast episode, he's tackling a hundred and more speedies per week. Speedies are tasks that are 15 minutes or less. And more than a hundred across all his businesses and so on. So doing all this in Tana, well, Paco, you can answer for yourself, but I think this would be not very effective doing it in Tana. Well, the point is, first off, when you need to create a task quickly, you cannot do it on Tana Mobile. Okay, well, you can send it to the inbox and then because now, right now, I mean today, I know they will change it, I hope, pretty quickly because I think that they will launch a, a mobile app pretty soon. The point is that if you send there, then you need to go to the inbox in Tana and then start tagging. And I think that that creates friction. Uh, anyway, it, you can do it. I mean, uh, you can create tasks on Tana. I mean, you create a super tag that it's called task or to do whatever you want to. Then it's a type of task. Okay. I mean, you have a, a checkbox, okay. A checkbox in that super tag. And then you just start Whenever you have a task uh, in a node, you tag it as task, and then that's a task. And then what you can do is create a view in the today tag, okay, in the day, sorry, in the day tag, in the template, you create a view where you select all the different tasks that are undone or not done, okay? For me, comparing that to a super task manager as Todoist has no matter if, and I also say something, it doesn't matter that your system is simple. I think that we need to build our system to be able to scale up whenever they may change because you are creating a habit and it's much easier to create a habit doing simple things because the moment that they get, for instance, Tom had just said 150 speedies per week, more or less right now here, I got active today. 49, okay? So, and I don't care if they are 149, I don't care. It's the exact same system. And well, obviously, I'm not going to finish <laughs> all of them uh, because at the end, it's a matter of the capacity of the system talking about. It's like when I want to put gas in my car and I'm not going 2,000 kilometers with it. It's a, a matter of capacity. But while there's gas in the car, the, the car is going to keep uh, running. And this is exactly the same talking about uh, 
system. So for me, take the best of each tool. And for me, Tana is not a project management, it's not a task management, it's an information management. And at this moment, a personal knowledge management system. That's the current state of Tana. No matter what they say, obviously, these flexible tools can be used for anything, okay? Anything the other, and even non-flexible tools, like for instance, on Sama, and I was listening to the other day that the, the, the own tool developers were recommending to write down the meeting notes in Sonsama in the description fields because it's you can use Markdown and you can create headers. And, and I say, but what the heck, man? It's, it, it doesn't make any sense. That's going to fail. Uh, maybe if you got just one meeting uh, per month, well, you can do that and you can do whatever you want. You don't need a system for one meeting uh, per month. But the moment that life uh, increases, and also because I do believe in habits, and the moment that you, that's why we tend to stay with the same tool stack, and it's pretty, especially with the core apps, because we got the habit and we know it works. We know it's scalable. It doesn't matter the volume that we are managing, that they are going to work. And that's pretty important. So my recommendation is. Don't go that way. I know that you are saying that in the chat, okay? <laughs> this is something that anyway, if you want to do it, do it. Because it's just by really being convinced that it's by, for, by trying it, how you're going to understand all this friction. And well, then evaluate. The point is that I, have, I haven't found a better way of capturing tasks as to do is that just with my keyboard in one second, I can create a task. Uh, define if I want the priority, the project, and when is the due date, just in two, three seconds. Uh, that's impossible in Tana, totally. Yeah. Uh, and anyone to, to do that, yeah. And Daniel mentioned, I saw somebody using Tana that way, so managing everything. <laughs> and the thing that comes to mind this moment when I read this is, I probably, if I just search hard enough, would find somebody who shows how to use Todoist for note-taking. That's, that's what comes to mind to this, because you always can pause. And as Paco mentioned with Sansama as the example, yeah, we, you can make meeting notes. But if you ever want to find them again in the future, you probably don't save them in Sansama. So uh, that's, that's the point. It always, I think that's why it's selling so easy these courses and these YouTube videos to have everything in Tana, how I manage my life in Tana or even Tana, how I manage my life in Notion, how I manage my life in Obsidian, how I manage my life in Evernote back in the, back in the times. So I never believed in this. I met Paco. We both don't believe in this. And this is where we double down on iCore with the iCore framework to give the sense to all the different tools that you use, because we think. You have to understand what features do you need and then pick the tools that cover these features best. Try, when we have coaching, we always look at complex systems where there are sometimes 50 or more tools where 50% of them are redundant. So they are double for, for the same uh, use case. And we say, kill all of them, try to keep one and try to force everything into this tool. Because then you, and that's what Paco mentioned to you, Daniel, then you will realize where the friction comes from 
and where the, the ball is hitting. And then you really make cautious decisions what tool you should bring to the system instead of going to YouTube and saying, oh, the best, not the best task manager. Okay, I pick this one. The best not taking a book. Okay, I pick this one. That, that makes no sense. So Daniel says, the idea of one tool for everything is a very compelling marketing angle. It's why I started trying to use ClickUp two years ago. But holy beep, I couldn't get it to work. Well, yeah, maybe you got it to work now with our course. But again, you see, we use it for a very specific use case. And it was already a stretch to bring uh, project management and knowledge management both into ClickUp. There, if you watch the video that we just published about our tool stack, where I explained in detail why we removed Notion from the system for our business knowledge management, went all in with ClickUp. This gives another perspective on the decision-making, what tools to use and live with friction, actually, rather than splitting it into two different uh, tools. The point is that I, I would like everybody to, to try to understand that it's not compelling at all the approach of one app for everything. It seems having one app, then it's crystal clear for you where you need to go because you just have one. No, if I have just one car, well, I have no problem. I know the car I need to get. I don't need to think. But the point is that that's wrong, especially nowadays, that life is so complicated. It's impossible to have one tool if you are at a certain level of complexity in life that is not so difficult to achieve that point nowadays, no matter your position or the things that you do, just combining your personal work and your personal life and work, that's enough, okay? To create a mess just using one app, for instance, because the point is being able to double down on the concept of a single software through the, the only thing that it's really compelling for me is just having the knowledge of that, that I know where to go to find something. That's the compelling uh, concept. And that doesn't mean that it has to be just one app for everything, because in fact, for me, it's overwhelming. I have tried. Uh, I could say three, but let's say two times in my life that one application for everything. Okay. I, I tried to make it with Notion and with, with Obsidian. Okay. And I dedicated, well, more than one year to create that setup that at the end I had to kill it because it was killing me. Okay. Uh, so the point is that for me, it's kind of liberating a release when I go to my spirit that I got. 150. So imagine having all the spirits, all the projects, all the knowledge, all the, everything in just one app. It's overwhelming, no matter the views, the filters that I can do in that same tool, because also the tool activates different parts of the world. And, and when I'm looking at spirits, I, I am into speedy mode. When I'm in an email client, I'm into email mode. And the change of using a tool, it enhances a lot the performance. That's something that it's scientifically proved. And if you're just interacting with one tool, that cannot be productive. I, I know that many people defend that approach, but at the end, I have tried, I have talked to, to many, even a lot of software development companies. And the point is having a system that it's perfectly using the strength of each tool and then finding a way to make them work together without any friction, effortlessly. And that's 
what we have delivered in the current framework, iCore framework that Tom has just said. And Daniel, you say that for you that this approach to systems is new for you, just to get inspired, if we position a certain tool in a certain area, be sure that that tool has been made since the beginning, okay? For it, for that purpose. And for me, I think that that's the, the, the thing to get released of that compiling marketing of one tool for everything or the perfect tool for everything or being productive just using one tool because, sorry, but I cannot believe that. And the point is that the more, because that's why we split some of the areas in different tools because, for instance, inside the PKM, we could use just Eptabase for almost everything. And we split between Tana, Eptabase, use the reader because every tool, each tool has their own strength, and the moment that you take them to the limit, your productivity increases to limit. In fact, we are even trying to split again the PKM world into another tool that gives you much more freedom than Eptabase or Tana for certain use cases. But the point is that to do that, you need to have that system mentality and a lot of experience to really mm, take that approach to the limit. If not, what Tom has just said, yes, use one tool. And the moment that you feel the friction, then look for alternatives to create those friction points. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I just want to dive into what else is in the chat there from Daniel. He mentions the video that we just published about the ICO framework, that we did a fantastic job conveying your perspe our perspective on these issues. Volker says what he said, Mary said what they said. Thanks, guys. But I want to dive into this because this video is really the starting point of a lot more that we will do in 2024. It's all about training you guys on how to do system building. It's, it's not about only the tool, but understand the overall system, the overall productivity system. And when I read the other message from Daniel before, where he says, I'm using ClickUp now, but only to manage projects, I try to manage knowledge with it and didn't have the patience, I'm loving Heptabase, then I know that Paco has the same feeling like, like me, where we say, okay, that makes no sense, the sentence, although it makes sense for you. And I want to explain to you why this is and where we, where we see then the misunderstandings and why it's so crucial to internalize the I-Core framework and the differentiation between personal and business and knowledge and project management. Because when you say Heptabase, you're loving it, then it, it's already not for business knowledge management. So to me, just by reading this paragraph, I think then, okay, so do you use ClickUp then just for your personal projects? Maybe it's an overkill then for you. So do you actually manage a team? I don't know about you. I don't know enough about you, Daniel, to know this. Yeah, there we go. Daniel says, I'm a one-man show right now. And there we go. 100 points for me to interpret this paragraph. See, this is the point. When we say we move the knowledge management to ClickUp and kill Notion, then we talk about the team knowledge management, the business knowledge management, and have the basis in our personal knowledge management. And this is really the things that we have to teach you guys to wrap their head around. And that's why we offer the coaching calls, right? So you can... Lay out your ICO frameworks if you're an Inner Circle member. And then we discuss exactly these things. What is your situation? We see the ICO framework. And that's why it's a, it's a must to have an ICO framework 
laid out before going into with us in our one-on-one coaching, one-on-two coaching, because looking at the map, we know immediately what is going on and can help you so efficiently in the short time. So I think that that's, that's really the key understanding, the difference between personal and business. And then also the information actually. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it gives you clarity, this approach, okay? Because for instance, the moment that you see on Eptabase that there are tasks, you don't pay attention to them at all to, as a task manager, okay? That doesn't mean that you use it as an intermediate tool to store the, that task that emerges at any moment. You are typing on Eptabase, you are working on Eptabase, you create a task, and then you have a routine that process all those tasks and then send them properly to the right action system, no matter if a project management system or a, a task manager, okay? And uh, that's what I think. Uh, it gives you clarity. It's a system that you can scale without any limitation. I mean, it's a system that as it's so well cemented, the moment that any new tool that emerges and it's really amazing, you can quickly bet on that and your workflows are not hurt at all. Just the opposite. They are enhanced, but that tool, no, it's my case with China, it's my case with Heptabase, it's, well, with many tools that emerge coming from nowhere and you gives you the, the, the freedom because beware, the moment that you have your whole system in just one application, okay, Let's pray, everybody, because if something happens to that company or if that, for instance, I know that many people bet on Evernote and the moment that they had those problems that they had in the past, they're trying to recover. But, well, it's been processed for many uses that they went all in into just one app for everything. And the moment that that application cracks for who knows, okay, then I, a lot of people bet a lot in that local first thing versus, but nobody says anything about the one application for everything. Nobody <laughs> uh, yeah, criticizes. Point, I have to yeah. add here that also, you know, as soon a core app is hit, this, uh, it has an impact on the overall business. So it doesn't matter if, you, well, it's even more impactful if everything is one tool, I agree. So at least some parts of your business keep running. But let's imagine that ClickUp shuts down now. We would have an issue. We need to migrate and we have to stop work in order to migrate everything over if you don't have enough time and things like that. As we have business knowledge management and business task management, project management in there as well. And yeah. this also leads into the question from Brian, where he asked, I didn't see, he didn't see anything about SOPs where we store them. And Darian says the same, asked the same. Well, yes, we are using docs to write down our SOPs. We have the work instructions in there and, and therefore we are referencing this. However, this being said, they are not only complicated. We have a few documentations that we really usually have templates or snippets when we reply to answers or uh, when we reply to emails or something like that. But when it comes to work streams, usually they are self-explanatory. That's really the ultimate goal. When you start a task in a work stream, everything just works. And as we have single people working on these, it's not so highly needed for these SOPs. This being said, I was working a big corporate. I had to train hundreds and hundreds of SOPs, single SOPs length of 70 pages 
And then you have to read and understand and sign for that, that you understood everything. So that's the opposite concept. I think if processes are defined easily in an easy way and you have a great overview, then you don't have to explain too much in, in these SOPs. And nowadays, videos explain a lot more than text when it comes to complicated concepts. So thinking about working on a filling line or something like that, it's easier to record and explain it this way for people to understand instead of reading pure text and trying to imagine how it looks in real life then. So there are many, many other things, but it's a good point. We could talk more about this as well. Yeah, there we go. Brian says we've been using Loom videos as part of the SOPs tools. That's a great point. And yeah. it was a hard time for me back then in Big Corporate. I was forcing the things that we can use videos and it was just not a thing. And we had so complex processes that, well, now they have videos. <laughs> that's that's just all I say to this. Okay, guys, it was amazing. I think very interesting topics again. Keep coming back every week. We love answering these questions. And again, feel free to reach out during the week inside the community. We are here for you guys. See you next time. See you.